And we're back. Generations talking about my sports generations. As always, I am Jonathan. I'm Steve. Hey, everybody. And, you know, we don't we don't uh, stump for ourselves all that all that much. But please like, please subscribe, please follow us, please interact with us. We have grown immensely and we appreciate this. And we, I think Steve has mentioned this several times before, like we do this for fun and what we get out of it is the people that are out there enjoying it and showing so by liking and subscribing. And so all of those that do, we really appreciate all of you and we want to continue to to do this because that's what we get out of it. We just get out of the, hey, there's people that we don't know that are listening, but we actually had a We've actually had an episode that's been in the can for a couple of weeks. And then, of course, this last weekend was the Super Bowl. And then with the recent events of said Super Bowl, we decided that, you know, we're going to have another one. We're going to kick the one in the in the, that we have in the can down another week. But as always, Steve, please fill our listeners in on what we're going to be chatting about today. Well, John Wooden once said... Flexibility is stability, and we're being flexible. We're pivoting today, and it all started very innocently this morning. So we met for coffee with our gang at Tatiana's. Just a little plug. Tatiana's is great coffee, even though I don't drink coffee. I drink tea. Nice atmosphere. The people there are solid. We had a good time. And I believe it was George, our 80-something-year-old friend, who said, let's talk Super Bowl. I haven't talked Super Bowl. And... I think he, I think his premise was what was the play, and Jonathan and I had such diametrically opposed ideas on it, and it was so similar to Wordle and how we look at life that we thought, hey, you know, let's do this. This will be fun, and it will show something. And that this is what I want to talk about in the beginning, because now I'm I'm going to the Y in the morning. I'm on the stationary bike trying to get back in shape. And um, they always have ESPN on, I think, and they have Stephen Smith and a full, full other, a few other people, and they just scream at each other. Now I can't, I can't see it because there's no sound. I'm listening to my music, but I can read the subtitles, and it's ridiculous. So I, I, I'm, it's, it's actually embarrassing to watch. And the idea that it's Stephen Smith is the highest paid guy in ESPN is kind of mind-boggling. But anyways, that's not what we're gonna do. We're gonna disagree strongly. And we're not going to convince either one of us that we're not both right, but we're not. We're going to do it in a civilized manner because we're not assholes. We're just regular people. So I said, and 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 I want to back up a tiny bit because this is why I love sports, and this is why I think sports is so great. And even though Jonathan loves sports as much as I do, if not more, we look at it differently. So who's the new flavor of the month in the NFL? Jim Harbaugh. Oh my God, he's he's the greatest coach of all time. He led Michigan to a championship. He's going to take the Chargers, et cetera, et cetera. Do you know how close he came to losing to Alabama? And what changed him was fate. And that same thing happened to the 49ers. It's a tie game. Alabama punts with less than, a minute, I think, a minute left. And some young kid on Michigan fields a punt on his 10-yard line for reasons I don't know and bobbles it. And it goes bouncing towards the end zone. And there's three Alabama guys bearing down on him, and the ball's going to bounce in the end zone. The best that'll happen is Michigan will take a safety and they'll lose by two. Worst that happens is Alabama recovers, they get a touchdown. Instead, the ball bounces and comes back to the guy. He covers it on the two-yard line. Uh, they run the clock out and they win in overtime. So now Jim Harbaugh's a genius. He's the greatest thing since sliced bread, but he came this close to being a guy who couldn't win the big one. Why am I saying that? Because in my humble opinion, and I, I I was rooting for the Chiefs. I want the Chiefs to win to the chagrin of my wife, who was rooting for the 49ers, who actually was wearing a 49ers t-shirt. But I think the Chiefs lose, and they might even lose badly, but for the punt in the third quarter that nipped a defensive back's foot who was trying to block, and Kansas City recovered. Next play, Mahomes throws for a touchdown. To me, that's fate. That's magic. That's all the intangibles of life. 
rolled into one that makes sports worth watching and talking about. And when I proposed this to Jonathan, he got apoplectic. And I will let him tell you what he feels the main play was in the Super Bowl. And then we can talk about why each of us think the other one is a little off. So go for it, Jonathan. All right. So it's not that I don't think that play wasn't pivotal. But I have definitely changed my perspective on this over my lifetime. If you would have asked me maybe even 10 or 15 years ago, I'm not exactly sure when, I would have said, well, those that guy's a choker. Choked. The guy didn't know what he was doing. He did the wrong play. He choked. And I would be just you're talking about You're talking about Kyle Shanahan, right? Well, whether you want to say Shanahan, whether you want to say the uh, the young player that it bounced off his foot, uh, whatever, or the guy that tried to recover it, even though that he was being very smart, right? He saw that it hit his teammate's foot, and he's like, hey, I, I've got no choice. I at least have to t- try. I would have said, oh, you choke, you all choke, you're all a bunch of chokers. And I have changed my perspective on that quite a bit. And now I believe that physical and those mental mistakes that happen on the field when something is happening live, I'm not all that worked up about it. Like those things can be, there's not a whole lot that you could do. You want to call it fate. You want to call it whatever it is, the, the way the ball bounces, that's okay. Where I start to get apoplectic is when you make, especially when the coach makes it, things that you can control on the decision on what you decide to do. Now, you can decide I'm going to do X, and then X doesn't work. But X at least was a good idea, and the opportunity was there, and it made sense to do it. But it didn't work because, you know, someone fell down, someone didn't do their job, whatever. That's just how how it happens. So that particular play, I don't think what it was. But you had a pivotal moment, and I don't want to hog up all the time, but you had a pivotal moment in the game where, okay, this is where the game can be won. And they didn't do it. So we could talk about, hey, Moody missed the extra point. Okay, had he not missed the extra point, then you know maybe they would have won. But then you, you can play the same thing. as like, well, if he didn't miss the extra point, Mahomes and Reed don't go for the field goal at the end to tie. They go for it on fourth down, even though it was fourth and long. So there's a lot of different things that are going on in there, but there's a pivotal point that we'll get that I'll get to that I think is the part where Shanahan messed up. Okay, I'll, I'll frame it for all of us so you can take a breather and get your thoughts together. But what the plays Jonathan's talking about, and I'm gonna agree that this this was the play of the game, no question about it. Okay. The clock is running down. I think there, there's less than two minutes. I think it's a minute 45-ish, something like that. And the 49ers have a third and four. And they've been marching. They, they've had the ball for, I think, five minutes. And the idea is, if they and they're already in field goal range. If they get a first down, game over. KC's only got two timeouts left. They get a first down. They can kneel three times. Clock runs out, and they win the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan is, is the next Vince Lombardi. Brock Purdy is the next Joe Namath. Everyone's happy, happy, happy. So third and four, minute 45 left. Casey's got two timeouts. San Francisco thinks it over, and they run their best play, the play that will give them the chance to win the game and close it out. Okay, go. Well, I will argue that it wasn't their best play, but here's the key. (laughs) You're on the other side of the two-minute warning. So now the two-minute warning time stop, it's already happened. The Chiefs have two timeouts. It's third and four. Now, what happened is they go for the pass. They've got McCaffrey in the flat, but Purdy's throw is rushed because he gets blitzed from the corner and he comes unobstructed and basically Purdy has to effectively throw it away. Then they kick the field goal, they make the field goal, they go up by three. So my argument is this. If you already had in your mind that you were okay going for the field goal on fourth down, 
So that was clearly already in their thought process. Like, hey, if we don't make this third down, we're going to kick the field goal, we're going to go up, and we're going to force Mahomes to do something special. That's perfectly okay. Makes sense. However, comma, as a coach, and also we don't have to go through the list of Palmares, of Patrick Mahomes. This dude already in his six years in the league has made it to the AFC Championship game every year. He is working on his third Super Bowl already in his career. The, and I hate the Chiefs. I'm a Raider fan. <laughs> I cannot the, – the, the two teams that I hate the most in the AFC – are Chiefs and Broncos. And currently it's in that order because the Chiefs have been so good. The only other teams that I hate are the Cowboys and the 49ers. So this Super Bowl is is very unsavory to me. But what I find even more unsavory is when people make poor decisions. Why did Shanahan not run the ball on third down? If you were already okay that you could have an incomplete pass on third and you were going to kick the field goal, perfectly acceptable, why don't you try to run the ball? If you get stuffed, you're still in the same exact spot that you were at, but you just either, A, took 40 seconds off the clock or you forced Mahomes and Reed to burn a timeout. Well, they, they wouldn't let 40 seconds go, so they wouldn't timeout. So what would have happened is Mahomes would have got the – they would have kicked a field goal. Let's say McCaffrey gets stuffed. They kick a field goal, and now Mahomes gets the ball in the 25 with one timeout left instead of two. And that, to you, is a big deal. Here's why I think it wasn't a bad call, and actually here's why I think it was a very good call. Um, now, I'm a big believer in the idea that you make a decision – and if it's the right decision, it doesn't matter that it didn't work. It's still it's still the right decision. You know, Brock Purdy on a short route is very accurate. And really, in the NFL, the NFL has changed to a real passing league. And third and four, you throw the ball. And you throw a safe pass. And but for, but for the, the real aggressive play calling by Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator, who blitzed not one guy, but two guys. So he blitzed enough. I mean, he is really taking a chance because, because if he doesn't get to Mahomes, if, excuse me, if he doesn't get to Purdy, it's not just a first down. It could be a touchdown. I mean, it's just, you know, his guys are out there on an island. But he made a choice, and the, the, the corner had a, a free shot, and it disrupted the play. So the way I look at this, I think you play to win, and I think you play to put the nail in the coffin. And they thought, for whatever reason, that that the best call was a pass, a short pass that they probably complete 70% of the time. And But for re- either real good defense by Kansas City or a breakdown in offense by the by 49ers, I, I don't know enough about the intricacies of football, I don't know, but I think what they did, what I, I think Shanahan's plan was solid, and I think it was a good plan. And then I also think that, you know, <laughs> despite the fact that today they fired their defensive coordinator, which was a real cheap shot, you know, their defense played well all game long. Um, they were pressuring Mahomes. They, they, Mahomes was not rolling on anything. He didn't have a going. And the idea that, you know, you have a minute and a half left and he's got to march, you know, 55 or 60 yards to get in field goal range against your real good defense. I mean, Mahomes never felt comfortable in the pocket once. I mean, even on that drive, he had a couple scrambles and stuff. I, I just don't think it was a bad call. I, and I don't think even it was execution bad. It was just that in that case, they got out coached on one play. And, you know, that that to me is one of the beautiful, beautiful things about sports. It comes down to a play and, and, and jumping ahead to overtime, the exact same thing. You know, they've got third and five at, from the 20, and they're going to march in. They're going to score a touchdown. And same thing. Um, no, one, no one blocks Chris Jones, and he disrupts the pass. The 49ers had two guys open for touchdowns, two guys that Purdy has 
an extra, you know, second, but he didn't. And and to me, that's just good. That's just Chiefs football. Like I said, I'm not a Chiefs fan, really. I, I root for them Sunday, but I'm not a fan. But I will say, as a championship team, they got the pedigree. They they don't crumble. They don't stumble. And on two big plays, actually three, the, the other one was the fourth and two, or Mahomes kept it and rumbled for eight or nine. You know, they did not F up. And, and to the 49ers' chagrin, on their two biggest plays of the game, third and four to ice the game in, in the fourth quarter, and then third and four probably to win the game in overtime, they both didn't block appropriately and got their pass disrupted. I, I, I just think it's funny. You know, there, there's nothing but articles now about how Kyle Shanahan's a loser. He's had three Super Bowl teams with double-digit leads. He's lost them all. He can't win the big one, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that's why I think it's so funny. But for a quirk of fate, but for that ball hitting the guy in the foot, he wins. San Francisco wins 28 to 10, and, and, and they carry him off the field. He's he's the next wonder boy. He's he's great. And I don't think he's any different. He's the same coach he was before. It just, you know, it didn't work out. So I disagree respectfully with the idea that he should have run McCaffrey. I think running McCaffrey and forcing Casey to take a time off and then kicking a field goal is is not the way to win. I agree with you 100%. And then, like always, you inadvertently make all of my points for me. So I will show how you did that. So you gave an example of how Mahomes kept the ball on fourth and two and ran the ball and made the first down. The reason why that worked is because Andy Reid said, the best player on this field right now is Patrick Mahomes. I'm going to let him have the ball and I'm going to let him decide. Who is the best player on San Francisco's team? Uh, probably. Christian McCaffrey. Um, yeah, I was going to say the right McCaffrey. tackle, but okay, sure. It's it's Christian McCaffrey. So you also said it all came down to one play, and you're right. It came down to that third and four. That third and four, here's what happens. You run the ball. Let's say you only get two yards. Let's say you get one yard. You now have one play to win the game. One play. You get the first down, the game is basically over. Because now you're in field goal range, and you can run the clock out, and you're going to get one shot to score, and Chiefs are not going to get the ball back. You have one play to win the game. They did not play to win the game. They played not to lose the game. If they run the ball, let's say you get two yards. Let's say you get three yards. It is now fourth and one, fourth and two. And now you have a whole plethora of plays that you can run again with your best guy. Also, worst case scenario, you get stuffed. You have now forced them to use both of their timeouts. And the amount of time that's left over Hey, you're, it, it's going to come down, and, and if they score, you lose. But you had one play, one play for the entire game. And Dan Campbell did that. Dan Campbell played for the one play. Now, the play they called was correct. The execution of the play was correct. Everything came down to the very last thing was right, and Josh Reynolds dropped the ball. And that's a physical thing. He dropped the ball. You can't you can't be mad at that. So the people are like, oh, well, if they would have kicked the field goal, it would have been tied. It would have gone to overtime. No, 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 no. You're assuming a lot of things between there. And if Josh Reynolds catches that ball, game is over. It's third and four. You run the ball. You don't make it. You force them to use a timeout. You run the ball. Or at that point, you can pass, too. It's fourth down. But now it might be fourth and two. It might be fourth and one. Shoot, they may have got stuffed. It may be fourth and four. You make the first down, game is over. Done. Over. Finished. So you're saying you, you take you're saying you take a, a basically gimme field goal off the board, and if you get stuffed twice, gimme. you go to overtime. It was it's not a yard, gimme field goal. Yards. Yeah, it was not a gimme field goal. Let's 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 take that off the table for a minute. It was not a gimme. I mean, he had already he got a extra point blocked. I mean, come on. So at this point, you know, pressure highest that it can be in the game. It wasn't a gimme, but 
If you make the first down, the game is over. You have two plays to play. And this is where, if you want to now go into the overtime piece, the fact that, you know, before you even get to the third and five where Chris Jones, it's like, really, guys? I mean, you sent me the article today. They were laughing on the sideline going, we can't believe they're taking the ball first. Well, I, you know, I mean, first of all, this is the first overtime in Super Bowl where they've done this. Uh, well, this, secondly, these I mean, rules, these rules. These, yeah, well, these, that's right. I mean, the, the first overtime with these rules. And, you know, I, I mean, I know it, it looks silly and it's like, oh, you're giving Mahomes four downs to march down the field, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you know, what what happens? I mean, what happens if if I mean, KC office offense sputtered all game long. So I don't think I mean I don't think it's a bad decision because what what happens I mean Shannon's thinking okay we march down we get a field goal they march down they get a field goal next team scores wins we've got the ball I mean I don't think that's bad logic I haven't really thought it through but I mean I think you're assuming an awful lot I mean but one of the things which I I, I think they're assuming and I guess you can't really factor it in it is Mahomes really rose to the occasion I mean those last two drives. For vintage Pat Mahomes, and he didn't do he did not do that during the game at all. Now, whether whether San Francisco defense got tired or whatnot, I have no idea. But like in overtime, Kelsey finally got loose and caught one for more than five yards, and he busted like twenty five yards or something. And he he got away um, from the San Francisco linebackers really good. But I'm just saying, I I get offended when everybody looks at the result and says, okay. You know, you you made a stupid decision. They thought it through. I I don't see anything wrong with it at all because if if I mean you know if you're if you kick off if you say okay I will give you guys the ball and they march down and score a touchdown I I guess the only thing in your favor is you got four downs now you can you can you can keep going because there's nothing to lose but that's a lot of pressure, right? But that's thirty three percent more chances that you have. And a more and a much different decision making that you have. Uh, that's that's a huge advantage. You're getting 33% more downs. And people go, no, it's not. It's 25%. It's like, uh, no, learn how to do math. If you have three downs, you get an extra down. That's 33% more. 33% more. That's huge. That's a sig- that's a significant advantage. And I sure hope you can't hear this because I've got the stupid box score open and every time this stupid ad keeps playing so hopefully no one can hear that and i apologize if you can't but anything so it's 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 just math math is simple and again you make that first down irrefutably let me ask you this question if they make the first down is the game over in the fourth quarter yes Oh yeah, absolutely. They they make the first down game over. I mean, I mean theoretically, the kick could be blocked, the guy could choke, something happened. But the way he was kicking, what he's doing, yeah, no question. They run the clock down to four seconds. They kick the field goal and they run off victorious. Yes, game over. Okay, okay. And what did Travis Kelsey say? What did Patrick Mahomes say? And what did Andy Reid say when they were asked what would they have done if? San Francisco scored that touchdown in overtime. What were they going to do? Um, I don't know the answer to that one. They said they were going to go for two. Really? Yes. Because. Interesting. It's not interesting. It's math. You have one play to win the game. If 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 someone's going to say, okay, throw out everything. All you get is one play to win the Super Bowl. And here's your situation. And if you make it, you win. You walk away champion, and away you go. Will you take that shot? Yeah, you'll take you'll take that shot. But I mean, I, I guess with Patrick Mahomes, you'll take that shot. I'm not sure you take with Brock Purdy. I mean, you know, the thing about Mahomes is he they've got options. So the the fourth and two play, they said they gave Mahomes three options. It was, it was a run pass option. So the first is he he hands it to uh, Isaiah Pacheco, and he watches Bosa. If Bosa breaks down a Pacheco, he pulls it back. So he does that. And then Kelsey's in front of him. He could have flipped it to Kelsey, but he stays just follow Kelsey. Nice big hole. Got the yardage. You know, I mean, 
I I like I I've I've come a long ways and I actually now do like Jared Goff, even though he went to Cal. But hey. he he couldn't have done that play. He, there's no way. What? I mean, you know what? No, he 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 couldn't do run option then pass and then run it. He couldn't do. It. He's not he's not nimble enough. He's not quick enough. He's not fast enough. Defenses don't respect him. Mahomes did. So I think with a they, guy like Mahomes or what are you talking about? You, Nobody was on Mahomes. Mahomes ran unobstructed for like 10 yards. So anything Goff could have done it. It's because the way they were playing, they were playing defense and they read it. They saw it. The Chiefs, I mean, again, I hate the Chiefs, but Reed and Mahomes saw it and they're like, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do this. If it doesn't work, we're going to go this. And if that doesn't work, you're going to have daylight and run. Well, Goff see, can do saying, that. What you're saying is now, now you're doing your thing. You're making my argument for me. Every coach has a play. They've got a play that says, when we need something, this play will work. It will work. And San Francisco got that play, and it would work. It was going to work to get their, a first down with a pass. Best, they didn't run their best play. They didn't even use their best player. Well, I mean, and I they, disagree. And they, mean, went for, and they went for a pass. The Chiefs, the Chiefs started stunting, and they knew Spagnola. It's like Spagnola's on a spring chicken. It's like this dude's been around forever. You don't know that this guy brings the house and he's not going to bring the house on third down. And oh, by the way, Andy Reid is probably like, oh, Kyle Shanahan's such a pussy. He's going to he's going to kick the field goal after this. And and then Mahomes is going Mahomes and, and Reid are going, huh, we'd run that ball right up their ass. And if we didn't get it, we'd run it again and we'd run the clock out, kick the field goal, and win the game. And these suckers are going to give us the ball back. We got they knew they were going to win that game with a minute 40 left on the clock. They're like, oh, these guys gave us both timeouts, a minute 40, game's over. They're lucky. They are lucky that it was fourth and long that they kind of forced. I mean, the defense did hold and force them to kick the field goal to for the tie, but the game would have been over one play for the game game over and you win and it doesn't matter what happened in overtime because you know what you botched that you botched well i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to be total hypocrite because i watched i today on the or yesterday on the stephen smith show they had a thing that says you know who's closer to michael jordan uh patrick mahomes or lebron james and they start saying this crazy shit so I don't, I'm not big on the speculative stuff, but I will say, I will go out on a limb and speculate that third and four, that pass the 49ers call, they complete it 85% of the time. It just, it just happens. It's an easy, easy throw. It's a pitch and catch. It's what, what, it's what Purdy's good at. They had guys, I mean, they showed, they showed McCaffrey is open. The other guy's open. People are open. It just, it just, they got outsmarted. And I think that play works. So I, I I disagree. I don't I don't think I personally think Mahomes is sitting on the bench thinking this sucks. I'm gonna watch them kick a field goal to win. I mean I, they they must have been shocked. They, I I just don't see it because third and four um, with with options because they don't have to gain any yards. That's the whole point. They don't. It'd be nice if they gained it, but they they still got a field goal that's kickable and winnable. So they did it. And I just I just think I mean look, I'm not I'm not a 49er fan, but I think they're smart. And I think they play smart, and they had their play. And 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 if you look at the film on the other play, on the third and whatever in overtime, they had two guys wide open for touchdowns, but for Chris Jones, but for an offensive breakdown where Chris Jones, the single best player on Kansas City's defense, is allowed to have a free shot at their quarterback. And that's just, it is what it is. So, you know, I just don't think that, I mean, I understand that, on two big plays, one team rose the occasion, one didn't. But I don't think the method. I I just don't find fault in the methodology. I I just think I find fault. What I find fault in is the fact that they got out of executed by Kansas City. And the only real thing that bums me out is they scapegoat the defensive coach, the the African American yeah, defensive coach. Yeah, that well, just is that, silly. That's low rent. But let's put it this way. Let's use your logic. Let's say that that play works eighty percent of the time. So you got you got you lost it on third down. Why didn't you run it again on fourth? Oh, if the play that works eighty percent of the time on third down, I, I mean, 
I would. I, I, I would. I would kick the field goal. The other thing I understand is, you know, you don't kick the, the field, field goal. goal. The, the field. The field goal does not win you the game. Oh, you're, you're talking. Uh, you're talking in overtime. No, no. I'm saying it's fourth and four. It's fourth and four. You have a play that works 80% of the time. It didn't work on the third down. Why don't you run it again or run a similar high percentage play? Field goal does uh, not win the game. A field goal does not win the game. You're correct. A field goal puts pressure on the other team. You've got to win the game. One of the highest paid, you've got one of the highest paid defenses in the league. And you say, can my guy stop him for a minute 20? I say, yeah. If you don't, you have no oh. confidence in your team. And and Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't have any confidence in your team. Go for it on fourth down. Fourth and four. Win the game. Win the game. Win the game. One play. Win the game. I don't have confidence in my team. If you want to have confidence in your team, win the game. Because indisputably, you, you get the first down, you are going to get at least, worst case scenario, the last shot to win. Now, you still have to make a field goal in theory. But you get the last shot, and then if it, if it doesn't work out, you go to overtime, you miss the field goal. Okay, fair enough. But four, four yards. Four yards, and that's the game. Done. You'd rather sweat out a minute 40 with Mahomes. And this is coming from, and you gave me a hard time for this this morning, but I believe in this. I mean, the Raiders on, I can't remember if it was Monday night or Sunday night, had Mahomes dead to rights. Dead to rights. Carr throws the touchdown. Raiders like, yeah, 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 yeah. And it's like, uh-oh, there's there's a minute left on the clock. We're screwed. And, yeah, what does Mahomes do? Do, 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 do. Touchdown, boom, game's over. Chiefs win. This guy's got the cred. You don't give him any time. And the fact that you kick the field goal, to score a touchdown, you have to go 75 yards to score a touchdown. You only have to go – you don't even have to go 50 yards, 40 yards to get an opportunity for a field goal. You can't okay. go 40 yards I, at a minute 40. You you're you're clearly suffering from PTSD yeah. from watching the Raiders lose, which which is very understandable because I, I get it. But I'm telling you, you know, in, in the real world of, of life. If the 49ers had I mean, first of all, if they run the ball and get stuffed. Timeout, Kansas City. Yes. If they run the ball and they run the ball again and get stuffed, there's a change of possession, which I think the clock stops. So now yep. they're at the and they're at the 35 yard line. So now with a minute 20 left, you you all, all like you said, all he's got to do is go 40 yards. I I think your team would have, have had a mutiny. They would have killed you. They would have said, why don't you you know why don't you kick the field goal? Why would you, the field goal doesn't win the game? And you don't have to run on fourth down. You can go for a pass on fourth down. But on third down, you run, you force yeah. them to use a timeout. Because well, at this point, this. Like, go ahead. You like numbers. You're, you're a definite numbers guy. So let's say Christian McCaffrey running off tackle around a sweep. There's a 50% chance he gets a first down. And the pass to Ayuk or whoever is going to be, there's 85% chance it's going to be complete. So you got that much of a difference. But what you're going to lose if you miss the pass is that you don't, they don't have to burn a timeout. Is, is that worth it to you if, if it's an even? Because I don't yes. think it's even. I, I think, yeah, I mean, I understand. The, also, the other thing you're kind of missing is McCaffrey's a Swiss Army knife. I mean, they don't have to, they don't have to hand the ball. They can throw him the ball, too. And that's why he, he, you know, he ran a route and it even he beat his guy and the guy even said to him, that was a good route. You know, he, he juked him out and he was open. All right. So let me ask you this. If they run the ball, what is the percent that the clock keeps running? 100. 100%. Okay. So it's a 50% chance that he gets the first down on a run, but it's a hundred percent chance that the clock continues to run if he runs. So if they have a pass that's 80%. What is a percent chance that that clock continues to run? I think 80%. You're too, I think you're no, no, it's 80%. It's, it's 80%. So you have a 20% better chance that the clock is going to continue to run. So if we're using the numbers game, at this point, you're playing two things. You're playing the clock 
and you're playing the score. And so what you really need to do is if you score a touchdown, that's irrefutable. That's the best outcome. If you don't score the touchdown, what you want to do is give yourself the last chance to possess the ball. Because if the clock has no time left, Patrick Mahomes has zero chance to do anything on coming back. Four yards for the game. And you throw a pass, you dork it up, and then you don't go forward again on fourth down. You kick the field goal, and you basically say, okay, I trust my defense to, to withhold Patrick Mahomes for a minute 40 versus I trust my team to get four yards. I think that's right. I think that's exactly what they did. And I say that that is why Kyle Shanahan today is a loser. I, I I see I, I understand I mean I think you've got a one one very good point. And I think the very good point is is it worth it making him burn a timeout? I believe that that they had an extra timeout when the game ended and they could have they spiked the ball, they could have done a lot of things. So I really I, I I've got the feeling that most defensive coordinators would say to you, you know, with a guy like Mahomes, it's not that big of a deal. He's thrown 10 to 15 yard passes, they run up, they spike the ball very quickly. I don't think this can make a huge difference. I mean, they had, they had the ball on the eight yard line with, with like 11 seconds left. So, you know, could they could they have just spiked it and done that? Probably. But I, I understand your position. I, I just I just think it's funny. And I, I say, I mean, really funny, haha, funny and, and quirky. And that we're talking about this. And so many people talk about this because it all comes down to and then this is this is our societies nowadays. It all comes down to, you know, the ends justify the means. It's it's the results. And I'm saying it's not. It it's fate is I agree often. with you. Shanahan I agree with that. Shanahan is the exact same guy. So is Purdy, so is McCaffrey. All these guys are the same. No one choked. No no one, you know, didn't rise to the occasion. Is what you know, it was one of those things. And I think Shan's decision, certainly decision on third down in in the fourth quarter and a third down in the overtime were well-reasoned, good decisions that just didn't work because of better play by the Chiefs. And it's no different at all than uh, the guy in the Lions who dropped the ball. It was a well-executed play that should have worked and would work a zillion times, and it didn't this time. And then, and and that's how okay. that's how things happen, right? I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm not arguing that thing. But my next thing is, then why didn't you go for it on fourth? Well, I mean, you know, I, I think, <laughs> I, I mean, you know, traditions go a long ways, and, and I guess you have to look at them sometimes. I, I And this is funny, because I, I sent you that thing for the Washington Post, where the officials were talking, and the officials said, they're going to run their best player, man, someone's going to be fired. I, I guarantee if Shanahan goes for it on fourth and four from their 30, in field goal range, doesn't get it, and they lose that game, he is fired. And I'm sure he's thinking that in the back of his head somewhere along. I know these guys say, oh, you know, I make my decisions, whatever they are. And I don't really care what people say. That would be a ballsy decision that, you know, that, I mean, look, Dan Campbell's being pilloried, just, just totally, totally raked over the coal by, by everybody. By the, by the troglodytes, by the Luddites, by the people that don't understand. <laughs> Dan Campbell did everything. Dan Campbell played to win the game. Dan, Dan Campbell didn't play to go to overtime. Dan Campbell did. If he gets that first down, that game is effectively over. They're going to score again. They're going to be up by more than one score. Game is over. He's playing the win. It, so it just so happened. Here's, here's what's funny. To me. The 49ers stunk against the Lions and should have lost. And there should have been a cleaning house. And they played pretty damn good against the, the Chiefs and should have won. But it didn't work out that way. And, you know, to me, that's what it's all about. That That's the beautiful thing about sports. Sometimes the ball goes in. Sometimes it comes out. Sometimes the guy slips down. All these intangibles. And I say this with all kindness I have. You, you, you want things to work the way they should. And in sports, as in life, you know, there's the way things are. They're the ways that things should be. And they're very different. And in this case, I, you can make a good argument that the better team didn't win. Again, Detroit and Kansas City. And it just I, happens I, that way, but that's how it goes. I, I am, I'm totally fine with all of that. But <laughs> where I have the problem is, 
what are you in control of, right? You can't control, are you going to pick up the guy in the blitz? Can't control that. You can't control that the ball's going to take a funky spin and hit your guy in the back of the foot. Can't control that. But what you can control is you run the ball third and four. It forces them a timeout. You gain a yard, you gain two yards, maybe you get the first down. Who knows? But you can do, you, can, you got another play. You've got two plays to get four yards. Two plays to get four yards. Dan Campbell, I'm going to tell you right now. If you said, Dan Campbell, you've got two plays to get four yards, what are you going to do? He goes for it both times, and whether he makes it or whether he doesn't, he lives with the decision. And that's your intangibles. I'm with you. You can't control whether you make it or not. But you can control if you make a good decision on the front end. And the decision that they made was we are scared, too scared. And so we're going to play it out to where we're going to have another minute 20. And then, oh, by the way, we dorked that up. And then we're going to make another poor decision in overtime. And it just becomes this gift that keeps on giving and you lose. So so you say, well, it doesn't really matter if he has one timeout or not. He could have clocked the, the ball. You take it down away. See, when we're talking about these teams that are this good, with this much talent, with this much, the margin of error is so small. And any small advantage or any disadvantage that you get is going to be the difference in a game. Taking away a timeout, forcing them to clock the, clock the ball. You clock the ball, you lose it down. So now you have to do it in three downs, right? Versus the opposite end. Oh, well, we took the ball first, and so now we just gave the Chiefs four downs to go do what they were going to do. Like, these little details in the margin is why, I again, Andy Reid, Andy Reid was a genius when he lost with the, the Philly. Andy Reid has been a genius this whole entire time. He just happens to be getting it, has Patrick Mahomes, and he's winning. So I, I, I'm not saying that how the ball bounces, how the ball bounces. I'm with you with that. You got to just live with the result. But if you're going to make stupid decisions on the front end, that's on you, man. That is well, on you. And the 49ers lost because of their coach. Uh, you know, you you got a strong opinion on that. Um, what's interesting about Andy Reid is when he was with the Eagles, he was known as a good coach but he wasn't flexible enough to make the big decisions at the right time. Now, maybe that's because he had Donovan McNabb or somebody. I really don't know. But, I mean, my opinion is Andy Reid's probably the same coach he was in Philadelphia. And I agree. Now he's now he's got Mahomes with him. Um, you know, Dan Campbell and the guy who got fired by the Chargers, whose name escapes me right now, the young, another Nepo baby. Staley. Um, yeah. Staley. Brandon Staley, whose father was some kind of coach. I mean, you know, he went for it all the time, and he turned a very good Charger team into a laughing stock. And they were clearly, in my opinion, the single most underperforming team in the NFL. And Harbaugh's coming into a very good situation. He's got a great quarterback. He's got a lot of skill players. He's got good defense. And they, but they made a lot of bonehead decisions. And I like Dan Campbell. I mean, I, I, I you know, I like how he, I like what he did with Detroit. I like him going for it, but you know, um, it doesn't work all the time. And it's a high risk maneuver. And no, just, you, no, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not high risk. <laughs> boneheaded, boneheaded is what boneheaded means is your, your, your chance of making it is less than chance of making it. That's a boneheaded move. Staley was going for it on fourth down with reckless abandon. I'm not suggesting that you just go for it every single time. I'm saying that there are very specific things. And when you have the opportunity to run the clock out, that is a totally different scenario than, you know, middle of the game. Okay, you could have you could have just taken the points now versus you know, oh, okay, it's fourth and four, fourth and five, and you're inside the 10-yard line. It's like, okay, you can just take the points, right? Early in the game, take the points. But when you have a critical, pivotal point, and this is the point, you make the first game, first down, indisputably, you have the last chance. Indisputably. There's no argument. Yeah. That's a much different scenario. A much okay. different scenario. So uh, I'm not saying just do it every single time. That's not that the numbers don't always play out like that. 
I, I try and keep an open mind, and in this in this dialogue, I have kept an open mind. You've convinced me that Shanahan should have deferred on the overtime and let Kansas have the ball first. But I will probably go to my grave in the near future and say 49ers made a decent call in third down and they kicked the field goal. And you know, I, I don't think that I don't think that was a bad call. I don't think it was reckless. I don't think it was being soft. I think it was solid thinking. And you know what? Um, you know, I, I think everything, you know, I think as we sit here now, it's kind of easy. But I think at the time, you know, I think his defense was rested. And I, I think they could have risen to the occasion. And for whatever reason, they didn't. So anyways, but that, you know, that's it. put it this way. It was a good game. First half was a bit of a snore fest. And then it picked up. And I, uh, I think it's amazing when they play that hard and that ferociously, and it comes down to a single play. And you're right. The 49ers had one, if not maybe two plays to ice the game, or at a minimum to make sure that Kansas did not get the ball back, right? So you you kick a field goal, two seconds left, and if you boink it, you go to overtime. But otherwise, you're a winner, and you're right. And I just I just think it's a different way of looking at it, and I uh, I – as much as I don't like coaches, head coaches, I don't like nepo babies. I can't fault Kyle Shanahan for for that. It's just it's just one of those things that happened. It kind of reminds me of you know Michael Jordan and Craig Elo. You know Elo played good defense, hand in the face right there, and and Jordan just rose a little bit higher and made the shot. And in this case, the Kansas City, and actually you know they blitzed corners from both sides, and you know the guy had guy had a free shot, and you know it's one of those things. Boom boom. I I'm with you. I mean you think that. You should realize that Spagnuolo's going to bring the house, and obviously they they somehow they got outmaneuvered. I don't know how. I don't know if enough the intricacies, but they got outmaneuvered. But I, I like I said, I think their logic was sound. Pass on third down, kick the field goal. But I understand that in this complex, crazy, chaotic world, there's room for two opinions. So, Jake Moody, that last field goal that he made. 53 yards. It wasn't 40. It was 53 yards. Four yards to win the game. If yeah, I see if yeah. I if I if I see Shanahan in the in the airport, I'm like, dude, you had four <laughs> yards to win the game. Four yards. Four yards. I don't think I'd recognize you, him personally. I yeah yeah two chances to get four yards. The the one thing I want to leave us with is something I read today, which I think is might be true, which is very disappointing. Um, apparently, after the game, Bosa, the the really strong defensive lineman for the Niners, made some comment about we weren't prepared to, uh, you know, handle the run option of Mahomes. And I think he threw Wilkes under the bus and they let him go. And I, I, I think the optics are terrible. Wilkes is a guy who was head coach for Carolina, had a great record with him, and they let him go for Frank Reich, who they fired after like seven games. And He's now in the midst of a suit with the NFL over the uh, Rooney rule. But, I mean, talk about scapegoating. I, I, I just think it's pretty bad. I don't, I don't you know, I, I respect Bosa. He's a great player. But what a baby. What a, what a titty baby of, of saying that. That even if he thought that, that was the really wrong thing to say. And he should have said, we left on the field. We tried our best. But to throw your coach under the bus like that, especially, you know, they held the Chiefs to, you know, 14 points or something for three quarters and, you know, 20, you know, 14 minutes. I mean, they had a good defense. They had a sound scheme. They played great. And to, to do that, I, I think is really bad. And I think it sent a very bad optics to the league. And I, obviously I don't know the background. So maybe the players didn't like Wilts. who knows what, but blaming him seems like a, a, a weak thing to do. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed the Super Bowl as much as we did. <laughs> I don't know. I again, we talked about this on the last show. I was perfectly fine watching it by myself. I uh I took a nap. I did exactly what I told you I was going to do. I rode my bike. I did a big several hour bike ride. Uh, I I got cleaned up. I had something to eat. I took my nap. I, I watched the Super Bowl. So I was perfectly fine watching it by myself and I was doing exactly what we're doing now which is I was yelling at the television going, why, why, why are you, what, why, and what are you doing? But we, we were at Chris's to, house and you would have hated it. 
hated it because very few people really knew football, but we we're all screaming. I think Kate and Eli were the only 49er fans. And like when Mahomes was running, Mahomes was running. I mean, it was it was fun. It was a fun watch. How screaming everyone was. It was it was really exciting. And I would say the third and fourth quarter and overtime were some of the most exciting football I've seen. And I I as much as I really didn't care one, I wanted a close game and I got it. I never thought in my wildest imagination that there'd be two third down plays that'd be and one fourth down play that'd be pivotal. Every play went against the Niners. And you know the, it, it was a, it was a really fun game. So I, I we had a great time watching it, and I think you would have been miserable with all those people screaming over stuff they didn't even know what was going on. I, I probably would, and that's why I was kind enough to to bow out. And you know, back to your point about Wilkes, I, I think you're right. It's like there there might be a lot of going on behind the scenes that we don't know, and, there, and I'm sure that's true. But saying it publicly is a little bit weak sauce. And then I'm sure the firing today, you know, you don't know what, you know, Shanahan probably was called into a thing. It's like, okay, you got a choice. You can go down with the ship or you can, you know, find somebody that uh, to, to cut to save your job. So we don't know all the politics behind the scenes when that goes. And then. The last thing that I will leave you with, and and maybe you've got a final thought on this, you had Jennings that went into this game as maybe not even the fourth option, maybe the fifth option, and and this young man has a touchdown pass and a touchdown catch. And has a pivotal, a couple pivotal first down catches. With a minute 53 left in the game. He's about to say, what are you going to do next, Jennings? And he's going to go and he's going to say, I'm going to Disneyland. He's going to be Super Bowl MVP. And it all gets ripped from his hands and gets lost in overtime. And everyone's going to forget the amazing game that Jennings had where he's coming going into the game as their fifth option probably and so I feel for that young man because you know he he did everything that he needed to do and he's gonna walk away with nothing and I can foresee him leaving as a free agent to try to get you know his accolades elsewhere yeah he had a great game and it's interesting you said that because I, I do agree completely on the fourth down with the Chiefs you know they're saying Mahomes do it you know this this is what we pay you for this is what you live for do it and when you think about the 49ers you got McCafferty you got Debo who I know he's banged up you got Kittle who's banged up and you got Ayub and those are four all pro players four players that conceivably are the best or the top three or four at their position and they don't throw to any of them so interesting but you know hey this is a fun thing about sports we get to hash it out and none of us got hurt during the game and it was just a fun game to watch. And so for everyone listening, I'm Steve. I hope you enjoyed the game and I hope you enjoy our conversation. And I echo my partner's rap. We appreciate all you guys. And this is just for fun. And we're going to figure out a way. I'm not smart enough to figure it out. We're going to figure out a way to get some input from you guys. So you can say, what about this? What about that? We'll, we'll do something. That's off in the future. Who knows when, but that's what we'll do. So this is Steve. Thanks for everything, man. Cheers.